You guys want to roll? Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. You want me to do another track there, right? On like Audacity? Yeah, are you going to record? Yeah. All right, yeah, do it. All right, cool, cool. Yeah, I'm getting it going right now. There you go, big boy. He's all grown up. Getting there. Well, ish. Yeah, you know, ish. He's not as good as he's going to get, but he's better than he used to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So you know how I have cheesy little intros for you guys? No. Yeah. <laughs> I call this week's cheesy little intro the uh, Lyrical Liquor Edition. Yeah, that's what I'm going to call it. Lyrical Liquor Edition. I'll let you guys think about what that means. I'm on board. Cool. Inspired by a country song and then taken to the next level. Okay. And then? <laughs> Karen. Right. I am recording. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool. So, uh, Freedom, you recording? Yeah. Yeah, I'm good. Good deal. So this is 19, guys. 19. 18, man. <sighs> almost good, legal. Dude. I, I enjoyed it. You liked 18? Yeah, man. That was fun. Like, I'm going to be real. The audio was fucked up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The fact that you were able to make sense of all of it and, like, <laughs> make, like, get a diamond out of our uh, our poop ball um, was impressive. And we were talking on one mic and not a great mic at that. Yes. Mr. Alice did a thing. Yeah. He did do a thing. It's in the bloopers. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. did a thing. <laughs> That's what he did. Yeah. Every bit of audio had to be noise filtered four times, and it wasn't always the same noise filter. Like, I'd have to highlight a segment that was about two or three minutes long, find the noise that was causing the problem, and then remove it four times. Every two minutes, Jesus. I had to do that. And it was a different noise every fucking time. And by the end, I had actually God, gotten man. down to where it was like four different noises. And I saved those noises in a separate audio file, and I would copy and paste them back in so I could easily get the noise to remove. But like starting out, it was just like, fuck, what am I going to do with this? So you, you basically had nothing to do that day. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like most days. Yeah, yeah. thanks. Yeah, most that's days. most days. Right. That's most days, to be yeah. fair. That's mm -hmm. most days mm -hmm. from Miliardo. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Welcome to the 1068 Pubcast, where we drink beer and talk about shit that we find interesting. Please don't take us more seriously than we take ourselves. By all means, pull up a chair, open a beer, and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 19 of the 1068 Pubcast. I am your pubcaster, Miliardo, and with me tonight is... The guy who was passed around like a bottle of crown, but he was always sweet to me. Freedom. Howdy, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy who was aged on a rack like a barrel of jack till he was finally popped last year, Corrales. <laughs> Solange. <laughs> Jesus, man. And also, the guy who felt emotion and like a Jefferson's ocean was matured by someone overseas, Earnshaw. Hello. <laughs> Those are some good rhymes, man. Right? I like right? it. That was impressive. I worked for you fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little bitter. Why is that? I'm I'm a little upset that uh, Earnshaw got to be the coolest of the whiskeys. The Jefferson's that you Ocean. Oh, yeah, he's the jealous. Jeffersons. I mean, let's be real. The Ocean Aged is a gimmick, but Jefferson's pretty good stuff. Well, you guys will have to go back and listen because there's a there's an underlying message in all that, and maybe you'll maybe you'll get it later. Okay. Yeah. You know what mine would be, right? You got one for yourself too. Yeah, so this is me. I would be the guy who might be found in your pants and make white people dance like a 200 mil of tequila. 
That's right. Eh. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> no. <laughs> Should I have gone with the guy who was sweet at the party like a bottle of Bacardi, but I still somehow got the job done? Is how that one better? How many of these do I, you have? I think I do like that one. <laughs> and I, yeah, I prefer right, the we'll second. Go with that one. I prefer we'll the second one. one too. All right. I appreciate the fact that you had a backup. Yeah, yeah. Well, welcome, guys. How are you guys doing tonight? Man, I'm good. It's uh, it's Farms Excellent. Friday, man, so I'm feeling real good. I'm feeling jacked. It's it's Farms Friday? Yeah, Farms Friday. I don't know what that means. Uh, I, I drink Rock Hill Farms either. every Friday. Oh, oh. Roy, Roy. I drink it every Friday because I can't afford to drink it every other day of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Freedom picked out a nice uh, bourbon for me tonight. I am drinking yeah. Woodford Reserve Double Oaked. Do you like it? I do. Yeah, yeah, it's it's good. I, I like it. Yeah. He hadn't opened the bottle either, so he said this is Mm-mm. the first time having it since the bourbon trip, which he was all wigged out, apparently. <laughs> His taste buds were wigged out while he was drinking this one, so he doesn't even remember right. what yeah. it tastes like or something like that. I don't know. I haven't had this since I like bourbon. Yeah. To be fair, he had put a lot of things in his mouth that day. Totally reasonable. Right. And believable. And a lot of them were, were black, peppery. A lot of them yeah. were yeah, black and peppery. Yep. <laughs> right. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> well, guys, we're going back to basics tonight. We're going back to old school with the first two segments that were ever done on this podcast. Do you guys remember the first two segments ever done? You know, I actually listened uh, to the first podcast today. Oh. Oh, yeah. aren't you special? Sentimental. Yeah. Listen to that guy. Yeah. yeah. Listen I'm, to that guy. I'm going through all of them, like in order again. Now that we're 18, you know, now that we're legal. Did you hear the part where Freedom beats you on Mad Lib the News? Did that happen? <laughs> was that on the first one? <laughs> was it? it was, one of the first was that ones, the first yeah. episode? Oh God! The and the only, yeah, the only for me, the only win for me, yeah. I hadn't gotten to that part yet, but yeah. So we have Mad Lib the News, and then we have uh, Pub Trivials. That's right. That's right. Oh, first snap. two segments, and we got Earnshaw here joining us, and this is the most epic Mad Lib the News ever because this is a three-player. Three question, nine total articles, Mad Lib. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Pretty excited. <laughs> Pretty excited. Oh, boy. And for the first time ever, I didn't just take Freedom's words against Corrales or Earnshaw's words against Freedom. If it was Freedom's question, I pooled Earnshaw and Corrales' words together ah. to get the best possible match. Oh, nice. okay. And okay. I did the same for you guys. So it's gonna, I'm, I'm pretty proud of this game. It's going to be a tough one. I'm excited. Now, we've done this once before, right? The three of us? Yeah, but there's only two questions, and I didn't do it this way. Okay. I made one of you against the other at every every turn, but now it's two versus one at each question. And I like oh, it. I like I how dig it turned it. out. I dig it. Are there, are there special rules that we need to follow, or...? Well, basically, um, Corrales wins, and then, <laughs> and then whoever's playing against Corrales loses. That's the rules. All right, got it. Right? Isn't that right, Miliarda? Mad Lib the news. Mad Lib the news. Mad Lib the news. I'm ready for Mad Libbage. If it's already bizarre or weird, can we actually make it any worse than it was originally? Libbage. Libbage. Can you repeat the first one again, please? Could you read me that second one one more time, please? I was never very good at English. Mad Lib the news is where I take your adjectives, verbs, nouns, and gerunds and put it into news articles. Sometimes they get better. Sometimes they get worse. And Corrales almost always wins, right? Corrales, you almost always win. Like I, I feel like you did that, that. Be a fair thing to say. I feel like it's you did almost that to always. You, you win. You did that to hurt me a little bit, didn't you? The almost part. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to report accurately. Yeah. Bam. I'm ready. 
All right, first person to get the fifth letter on my glass goes first. And go. C. L. F. F. Correct. Fuck. Earnshaw gets it right. F for Woodford. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you're drinking Woodford. <laughs> I just had to I'm think about what he was drinking. Stupid. Like, what the fuck did he say he was drinking? Forgot. I didn't. I that's didn't right, even understand right, the right. question. I thought we were talking about what, it, what was on the glass. It was on the glass I'm drinking. Yeah, because I'm a fancy motherfucker. You are a fancy motherfucker. Damn right. You really are. All right, Earnshaw, you ready for this? I'm ready. In the category of glad to see a government agency doing something, from globalnews.ca on November 7th, 2018. Article number one. FDA approves drug to make horsehair less scratchy. Article number two, FDA approves drug to make cow poo less smelly. <laughs> hi One sounds legitimate. <laughs> the, f- the first one sounds real. The second one sounds fake. Right. Is that what you're going with? Yes. All right. Let's read the article and find out. Now, guys, <clears throat> I really think it's a shame that I have to go to a Canadian news site to find out the most important American news. You know what I mean? You know, it's November 7th is when this article came out. So all of us Americans, we had our thumbs up our butts over the midterms, right? Right, right. So Canada had to cover this incredibly, incredibly impactful, life-changing story. The name of the drug in question is Experior, and it lowers the amount of ammonia gas emissions released by cattle, thereby making cow poo less smelly. (laughs) I thought that had something to do with your credit score. Is that not the same thing? (laughs) Experior. No? Is that different? That's what you did there. Yeah, yeah. No, I get you. So justifying the FDA's decision to approve Experior was Stephen Solomon, who said, These ammonia gases can come from many sources and can affect the health of people, animals, and the environment. But it's not without a trade-off. Experior may also reduce the tenderness and chewiness of beef from treated cattle. But the FDA said, You fuckers won't notice, basically. So... I would also like to comment on the clickbait on this particular Canadian website because I found oh, this God. very entertaining. Because you know how there's always like nested news articles on these websites? Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. And you can like keep clicking and go down this rabbit oh, hole. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was I looking for originally? And you probably should clear your search history. It sounds yeah. like YouTube to me. But yeah. <laughs> so the three articles that were nested that I saw were Gassy German Cows Blamed for Barn Explosion. Um, miraculous cross-border caribou sightings a mystery, and many Americans think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. So, I've never been more proud to be a Canadian, guys. What can I say? You know what I mean? I'm still waiting to see how this Experior thing is is supposed to be beneficial to to humans. Isn't that what you said? Well, if you've ever driven through... We just wouldn't If you've ever driven through the uh, interstates in the state of Indiana, you would understand why. Making... Farm animal poo less smelly would be a pretty pretty big deal. Okay. <laughs> They're like, you know how in LA they have those like roving clouds of smog that can just like smack the highways in the face and you're stuck? Sure. We have that, but for cow shit here. Ugh. Yeah, it's a real okay. thing. Not okay. even joking. Yeah. Hmm. So that'd make my life better. Okay. I wish, uh, okay. I wish they'd come down here and get some, what, what was it called? Experior? Yeah. Experior. Yes. Yeah. Give some Experior to my neighbor cows, man. They've been there. It was kind of <laughs> weird today. I actually got home. I was like, Normally the cows don't really bother me, but today there's a particular shittiness coming from across the road. So <laughs> they had their brand bars. I might start walking over there and like sprinkling some Experior on their feed. There you go. All right. The second player is the one who guesses the fourteenth letter on my glass. D. 
R S V V. Hey. Well done, Freedom. Way to be persistent while Corrales just sits there in silence. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm being persistent right. too. I'm persistently not uh, participating in this. <laughs> Freedom. Yarp. From the category of, oh, so that's how that works. From CNN.com on October 18th, 2018. Article number one. Memes may contribute to teenage obesity, lawmakers told. Article number two, sports may contribute to teenage listlessness, lawmakers told. The 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 second one just sounds, huh. I'm going to say that number one is the uh, the correct story, only because number two just doesn't sound real. All I right. mean, I know I was looking for something more, you know, educated sounding, but that that's what I'm going with. <laughs> you don't get more real than real for you. Uh, I guess. Oh, okay. Appreciate you, big guy. <laughs> All right. So let's let's uh, read this article here. UK stands for United Kingdom, guys. <laughs> they have an interesting theory. They don't blame Americans. They don't blame choice. They don't blame biology. They don't even blame McDonald's like we do here. No, researchers from Loughborough University wrote to a British <laughs> parliamentary committee to report that memes may contribute to teenage obesity. Well done, Freedom. Well done. Yeah. How, do, how does that how's that work? I was hoping you'd ask. I believe the theory goes like this. Phase one, inappropriate or inaccurate health messages on memes. All right. Phase two, as <laughs> phase three, uh, fat teens. That would be phase three. Well, yeah. What? Clearly. <laughs> what? That's your theory. Well, huh? Don't ask questions, Freedom. It's very obvious. Okay. Uh, Anybody can see why that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, clearly. Okay. Oh, okay. Corrales, Freedom's got one on you technically because you haven't gone yet. Let's see if you can tie it up. You ready? 100%. Winning. Okay. From the category of, your device playing this podcast was appropriately partially powered by. That was tough to read. From mycentraljersey.com on November 8th, 2018. Article number one. Glass streets help create renewable energy in central Jersey. Article number two. Bug farts help create renewable energy in central Jersey. <laughs> so I got glass streets. Yes. And bug farts. Factual. Yeah. I feel like we have a little bit of like a science theme tonight. I feel like I'm learning some science. <laughs> like I'm doing some science tonight. Don't worry. The butt stuff is coming. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I got butt stuff too. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. It really wouldn't be a Mad Lib the News without butt stuff and Australians. So I got <laughs> okay. you, boo. Okay, I got cool, you. cool, cool, cool. I feel like dildos <laughs> was in this thing before too, so I, I, I feel you. Dildos have popped up in at least half, I believe, of our Mad Lib the News. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a mm-hmm. scary statistic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> usually pop yeah. up right in the middle, right in the middle of our Mad Lib the News, big old right. giant dildo. Yep. Right when you least expect them. Yep. Yeah. That's how they was get it, you. I didn't ask for this Mad Lib the News. Was it Jesus <laughs> made out of dildos? <laughs> Who was it that was made out of dildos? It was a Pope out of condoms. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or something out of dildos. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the dildos was the false story. So. Yeah. Right. Uh, yes. Okay. It was Pope out of condoms. Yeah. 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 Yep. No yep. one told me Listen to bring to a today. rape whistle to this gathering. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you always bring you a rape whistle. Always, I should have. Yeah. Yeah. You should always have a rape whistle. We bring duct tape. Right. You bring a whistle. Potato, potato. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Okay, um, we'll see who wins. I don't know. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go that the real one is... Oh, boy. I'm going to go that the real one is bug farts. All right. 
What would you say if I told you about a brand new source for renewable energy in central Jersey? A source so refined, so inventive, that it may change the way Corrales charges his vibrator permanently. <laughs> As an example, this process begins at Rutgers University. From the mess hall kitchens, an industrial waste disposal company has used a sink trap to collect fats, oils, and grease that typically go down the drain. They cart that shit away to a treatment plant and serve it to millions of microscopic critters. Yes. Who then fart a lot, apparently. They collect the methane gas and they use it for energy. So well done, Corrales. Thank you, sir. I am so curious on how that works. I still don't get it. <laughs> We're going to harness. Those farts. Yeah, uh, sure. To me, this shit deserves all the the science money. Give them all of it. You know what I mean? Like, they take waste from the sink that nobody wants, which means they're pre-cleaning the water going down the sewage. That, that's got to make Mama Earth happy, right? Mm -hmm. You know, right? Then they feed hungry bugs, so the bugs are happy. And then they make energy, which make people happy, right? It's happy energy. Win, win, they make, fucking win. They make happy energy. Right. Yeah. I'm telling you. All the science money, all of it. Out of such an unhappy process, I can't imagine that that process is very makes anybody happy. There's no way. I get it. The byproduct <laughs> is happiness, but I mean, I'm sure the employees are like hating, you know, the person that invented this thing. That's that. It just sounds disgusting, horrible. Right, right. All right, Earnshaw, let's get you back in the game. You ready? Dig I'm it. Ready. From the category of someone has more good or will than me. <laughs> NBCNewYork.com, November 2nd, 2018. Article number one. Angry computer discovered among Texas Goodwill donations. Article number two. Giant python discovered among Texas Goodwill donations. Hmm. Hmm. I, I want to go with the python just because that sounds amazing. Scary, but amazing. <laughs> As the real one or the fake <laughs> As one? As the real one. Final answer. Final answer. I'm locked in. All right. So let's go to Fort Wayne, Texas, guys. Let's role play. All right. Earnshaw, you are a sorter for goodwill. You're doing your thing, you know? What are you seeing around you, Earnshaw? What do you see? What are you sorting? The worst kinds of clothes imaginable. Bon Jovi CDs, right? Bon Jovi yeah. CDs. <laughs> yeah. Old desks. A, a lamp um, that's in the shape of a fish or something like that. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> A salmon-colored couch. Garbage, yeah. basically, is, is what we're getting at. Garbage. Wait, wait. The fuck is that over there? Is that, is that a giant fucking python? Holy, Holy shit. Holy shit. Holy crap. <laughs> That'd be crazy, man. All right. Turns out, when Austin Pear came back from vacation, and I had to look up multiple articles to get the full story, but this it's worth it. When he came back from vacation, Toki the snake was missing. For months, he looked for his pet, but he couldn't find him. Austin ended up moving, and like you do, he donated his couch to Goodwill. Little did he know, hiding in the couch was his precious albino red-tailed boa. Oh, wow. Thankfully, the story has a happy ending. The snake was unhurt. It was handled by a Goodwill employee that somehow magically had experience handling snakes at your local Goodwill here. Like you do. Um, right, like you do. That's on the application. Yeah, but it's Texas, to be fair. <laughs> Everybody right. can handle some fucking a... snakes. Yeah, they do that in like primary school, I think. They have like a basic snake handling course. <laughs> right. mm -hmm. Yeah. Once you can walk, you better you get a snake thrown at you. Exactly. And a concealed yep. carry permit. Live right? <laughs> yeah, right. And a yep. gun to shoot it with. And you get your concealed carry. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, but anyway, this guy handled it, took care of it, and about a month later, the owner was reunited with the snake through the, the news. So, oh, happy okay. ending. That is a happy ending. Yeah. As a snake owner, though, I do have a problem with the headline. Didn't the headline say Python? Uh, it did say Python. And it, yes. was, a, and it was a red-tailed boa. Not the same. Dude, you're spot on. You're spot on. Now, to be fair, mm-hmm. I went to multiple sources and got... All this was copy-pasted, so I didn't make the mistake. But you're right. Somebody right. would have made the mistake. I'll have to go back and see who it was. Yeah. See? Yeah, you're, you're spot on. Do you know the, the big difference between the two? I'm going to go with a python eats its prey and a boa suffocates its prey. Yeah, both are constrictors. Oh, but fuck. boas are boas are new world. So boas are North America, South America. And pythons are Asia and Africa and Australia. Well, there so, you go. So different hemispheres. Well, fun fact. All right, Freedom, wake up. It's your turn, buddy. It's your turn, buddy. Wake up, Freedom. <laughs> that's hurtful. That's very, that's hurtful, Freedom. Here I am. Here I am. I thought that was a neat factoid. Thank you. First of all, thank you very I, much. I, that means a lot. I rag on Corrales so much because he just goes into facts and just like, he tells a short story about everything. Sorry. Yeah, that is going to come in handy on Jeopardy one night. Maybe. Exactly. There Maybe. you go. They did there you go. The whole time we were in bourbon country, I'm learning these fools <laughs> up, and they're over there making fun of me most of the time. <laughs> Bunch of tools. Yeah. Well, Corrales was a constant supplement for the tour guide. The tour guide would say something, and Corrales would turn and look at you, and they'd be like, nah. He'd shake his head and be like, that ain't right. <laughs> or then the tour guide would say something, and then Corrales might be like, well, yes. And then this also fun factoid. <laughs> so, yeah. That is I, yeah, I appreciate it. Millie Arter would actually that. start yeah. like looking at me. like Anytime, anytime the tour guide <laughs> said like some kind of history fact, Millie Arter would look at me like, that real or is that bullshit? Head cocked over to the side. <laughs> You know, didn't even have to say anything. Right, just cock right. your head over, looking. <laughs> you either get yeah, the nod yeah, or the, yeah. or the, uh, nah, nah. Oh man, it's either the yay or the nay. All right, freedom. It's a tie game, and you're up. All right, you ready? Yarp. I promised Australians. Did I or did I not promise Australians? Yes, you did. And butt sex, I believe. <laughs> All right. Butt stuff. Yeah. yeah, well, not together. Not together. Oh, this is just, okay. this is the Australians bit. This right. is Australian style butt couldn't, couldn't find that. Yeah. I got gotcha. you. Down under, mate. Um, <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Horrible. Bye-bye, Australian <laughs> listeners. <laughs> From the category of where would Mad Lib the news be without Australians? AUnews.yahoo.com, November 13th, 2018. You don't have to go back very far to find something that the Australians are doing. Article number one, freedom. Man arrested after allegedly, allegedly setting fire to speed camera with flaming underwear. Article number two. Man arrested after allegedly, allegedly setting fire to lamppost with flaming shoe. The first one sounds much cooler. You said it was a speed camera? Yes. Oh, I really want that one to be the story. Allegedly. I get it, allegedly. Allegedly. How do you, how are you, how do you allegedly destroy a camera? <laughs> well, he destroyed we the camera. There's no evidence. He destroyed the camera. It's allegedly. Right. <laughs> that, that's true. Yeah, that's true. The evidence could have burnt to a crisp. Um, and then a shoe with a lamp post. Uh, no, <laughs> lamp post with a shoe. <laughs> Dude, if fucker's lighting shoes at a lamppost, that, ball, that guy's baller. And uh, 
right, I'm gonna go with the first one. <laughs> Sounds more interesting. Sounds hilarious. Let's let's say the first one's the correct uh, story. Speed camera, flaming underwear. That's your. That's who you're going with. Yarp. Okay, Yarp. All right. In Adelaide, Australia, a 40 year old man was arrested and charged with two counts of arson. And no, this isn't one of those weird law things where one action can rack up multiple counts of a crime. Bro set fire to a thing. All right. Fire crews put out the fire on said thing. And then bro came back and set fire to the same thing a second time. Same <laughs> night. With his, that's the two counts of arson. With his other shoe. Well, we'll get there. We'll oh, get God there. dang it. By God, that's going to burn. <laughs> he had a second <laughs> pair of underwear. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, he really had it in. This guy had it in for this particular speed camera. Yes. Yes. That's right. Woo. <laughs> and the tool chosen for his crime was flaming underwear. But it wasn't really. It was probably actually socks, reports the article. But because the witnesses to the second crime called in describing the cloth as underwear, the legend of the flaming underwear arsonist was born. Well done, Freedom. Thank you. Nice. I really wish there was, like, camera evidence, though. Explain to me the physics behind catching a lamppost on fire with a shoe. That's kind of why that I was even thinking be that possible? that could be it. There's no way. I don't know how that's any less realistic than a speed camera with underwear. I mean, yeah, you know true. What I mean? When like, you read those questions, I was thinking, can either of those things catch on fire from either of those two items? It doesn't seem like <laughs> it. Like, the first one was so ridiculous. I felt like if I went too logical, it would be obvious. But so I, also, I was like, I got to get something equally ridiculous. I also feel like lighting your shoes on fire would be a lot more difficult in general. I mean, I could take my underwear off right now. I feel like I could right. light it on fire right now. It'd take a little while for the shoes. All I right, feel. go ahead. We'll wait. Yeah. No, we'll Let's wait. Let's do go an ahead. experiment. Do yeah. an experiment. Right. So take yeah. your shoe well, off. This will be fun. Let's <laughs> take, take your a, underwear uh, off and then see which <laughs> one lights on fire trip. first. Okay, let's take a field trip <laughs> out, outside real quick. Right. I yeah. might get indecent exposure or whatever that is where I'm living, unfortunately. <laughs> Maybe after midnight. Yeah, I mean, if you take off the ones you're wearing, probably. <laughs> you just, yeah. You're just not living right if you can't light your underwear on fire in the front yard. I do have to reconsider my life decisions, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, Corrales. Yes, sir. You ready to try to tie it up? Yes, From sir. the category of, you keep using that word, I do not think it means what you think it means. NewYorkTimes.com, November 14th, 2018, article number one. South Africans declare existential crisis over jacket placement. Article number two. Australians declare existential crisis over onion placement. Hmm. So simple. Right, yet so complex, like a Woodford Reserve double oaked. <laughs> I see. I see what <laughs> you did there. Yeah. I saw. I see what you did there. You did tasting notes there. Pay me, Woodford. I can be bought. That's their new slogan. I'm pretty sure. Just they should. <laughs> right. They would just let me live at Disneyland, man. I would. I'm good. I'm sponsored. <laughs> I'll just. I'll just get me a little cabin in the back, you know, and just hang out in Disneyland. Right. Uh. Super jealous. The people with the jackets, what country were they? South Africans. Okay, okay, okay. And then the other ones were Australians? Yes. And the Australians, they were having existential crisis with what? Their onion placement? Yes. See, any other country, I would think onion placement sounds ridiculous. But the Australians take their blooming onions pretty seriously, right? I mean, if you go to Outback. Uh, is that, is that say... real life, though? <laughs> Your number one appetizer. <laughs> right. Oh. That's the only place I've ever seen a real life Australian is at Outback. 
That's where they live, right? <laughs> Is that not right? Yeah, that's not where I feel no, like no, you guys are wrangling no, pretty no, hard no. for some new sponsors on no. the show tonight. No, but, uh, to, no, to, to no. Hopefully, no, Outback, no. Out Outback, send me one gift card and I'm yours. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't one have to be that much. Card. We can be bought pretty, yeah. Price tags pretty low because we haven't offended corporate America yet. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. damn. Will you read the Australian one one more time? Sure. Australians declare existential crisis over onion placement. By God, I think that's the real one. All right. You settled? Oh, man. Uh, Are you settled on the second one, mate? I'm settled. Spot on. (laughs) The second one's the real one. Let's talk about the Bloomin' Onion. Let's go. All right. Come on out, Bat. So this article has nothing to do with the Bloomin' Onion. Okay. (laughs) There are some things you just don't fuck with, Corrales. In America, you don't fuck with where we put our flags. Any of the flags. All the flags. These are all very big deals, right? Right, right. In Europe, you don't fuck with where they put water fountains and public bathrooms, right? Uh, which uh, is basically nowhere. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like, it's that <laughs> is that right? Is that right? <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> well, recently... Bunnings Warehouse, a chain of hardware stores, went too fucking far. They crossed the line like a migrant caravan, or perhaps a joke about migrant caravans in November of 2018. (laughs) This is some of the stuff that was in the news in this country. You ready? This will ruin our country, roared a television news anchor. They used the name of the country. I'm just trying to keep you on suspense. I see what you're doing. Yes. It threatens to tear our nation apart. Screamed a headline on a popular news site. So, of course, this is all about whether on an open-faced sausage sandwich, the onions should yeah. go <laughs> under or over the sausage. You know, yes. is it under or over? And, of course, if it's in Australia, it's a big fucking deal. Thank you, Australia. Hmm. Cheers to you, Australia. I have that written down here in a second. You'll see why. My butt puckered a little bit. It all began when Bunnings Warehouse got concerned They got concerned that customers buying the sandwiches at fundraisers outside their stores might come in, take a bite, spill some onions on the floor, and then someone else might slip on it and sue the store, you know, like you do. So (laughs) the store recommended putting the sausage on top of uh, of the onions to keep the onions from falling off. Now, I will say that as far as I could tell, the outrage over this was all satirical, much like if someone came into Chicago trying to get ketchup on a Chicago dog or in y'all's neck of the woods... Uh, someone trying to get biscuits and gravy, maybe with the gravy on the bottom, right? You just yeah, don't that, do that shit. You know that what I mean? Just that would weird. not make sense at all. Yeah, that <laughs> is weird. You just don't do that shit, right? And much like I would enjoy satirical outrage over those things, Australians were enjoying this ridiculousness enough to even get their prime minister to weigh in on this debate. That's right. So I'm going to salute Australia for taking a ridiculous liability concern. Because let's be real, that was super fucking ridiculous. And they mocked it all the way to the national media level. Cheers to Australia. Cheers that to you, Australia. So <laughs> to be fair, if I go somewhere and I order a cheeseburger and they have like the lettuce and the tomato underneath the patties, it doesn't bother me, but it's different. You know? Right. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Like you, yeah. You, it's yeah, a like kind of gets your attention. Yeah. I don't have feelings one way or the other. I don't care, but. Well, you're not you're not Australian. That's the problem. Oh, that's yeah. true. But it but it does make sense, <laughs> right? Because the patty itself is heavier than everything else, so it'll keep everything in place. I guess in theory. So yeah. I guess it makes sense, right. but it's still weird. <laughs> 
Uh, and the debate rages on. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Earnshaw, final question. You ready, buddy? I'm ready. In the category of what would you recommend I give to my employees from NBC26.com. Article one. Local company gives all employees handguns for Christmas. Article number two. Local company gives all employees underwear for Cinco de Mayo. <sighs> That's weird either way. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> number one seems so obvious because of like everything that's going on in the world, especially right. in our country. Right. Um, number two seems so ridiculous, so I almost want to choose that one. But uh, I have no shot of winning, so let's just die on this hill and choose number one, I guess. Has the right one. Has the true one. All right. So I didn't read the date or the location because I thought it might be a clue. So here we go. It's November 14th, 2018, and NBC reports that in Hortonville, Wisconsin, Benshot, which is a local glassmaking company, is giving all of its employees a non-traditional gift. It might seem strange to you, unless you're aware that Benshot is a company that specializes in glassware with bullets embedded in the side. I've seen those. Yeah, it's Benshot. Yeah. This holiday season, all Benshot employees get a gun of their choice because <laughs> America. America, right? It had to be America. Because America. Seriously. Like, can you imagine this kind of thing happening anywhere else in the world? A company gives everybody in the fucking company a handgun? Really? <laughs> all right. Co-owner Ben Wolfcomb said, I want to make sure all employees are safe and happy. And apparently a handgun was the way to ensure that. So, yeah. Well done, Earnshaw. All right. That is two points. So two points for Earnshaw, two points for uh, Freedom and Corrales. Freedom and Corrales have one more round here, though. So so I just need you guys to to get yours wrong, both of you, if, if, yeah. you, if you don't mind. You and I will say, to up the ante, I do think these last two questions are the most challenging two questions for uh, Freedom and Fingers Corrales. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Oh, shit. Well, if history serves right. me correctly, you're good, bro. It's okay. Don't worry. <laughs> You're good. Freedom's in. <laughs> All right. Freedom. Yes. In the category of, wait, what do you put up your ass? Here it is. This is the deal. Though. I promise, I the promise butt, butt stuff. stuff. I promise Found butt it. stuff. Found it. I delivered. Yes. From menshealth.com on April 20th, 2017. It's old, but it was good. So article number one. Man tries to cure constipation by putting a 13-inch toy up his anus. <sighs> Article number two. Man tries to cure constipation by putting a 20-inch eel up his anus. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Both of those seem plausible. <laughs> Come on. People put all kinds of things up their butt. Read them. I'm, I'm thinking of the Lemmy Winks South Park episode right now. Lemmy the Lemmy Winks theme song in my head. <laughs> Lemmy Winks, oh. Lemmy Winks. That's great. So it's 13 inch toy up to versus butt, a 20 right? inch eel. Also up to butt. Yep. <laughs> well, what I'm sorry, what but... I really like about this is either way, the shortest instrument going in this guy's butt is 13 inches long. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like that's the best part. Uh, uh, you know, guys, I'm gonna be real. Sometimes I think. One day I might be dead, and my daughters might find this podcast and listen to it. Oh, and then it's gosh. moments like this where I'm just so proud. I'm so proud of what we're <laughs> of, doing of the, here. Of the product that, we are, uh, that we're responsible for. <laughs> right, yeah. You have our brand. 
I believe it's called. You're gonna brand. really admire yeah. how fearlessly <laughs> you talked about butt stuff. Uh, <laughs> this should be a part of your like <laughs> of your will and testament reading. And now we will play episode right. 19 yeah. uh, <laughs> from the 1068 podcast. Um, we're gonna fast no, really. forward. To he about insisted that this happened. Mark. <laughs> yeah. And and in a segment woefully titled "Butt Stuff." But enjoy. When I play for you what I'm about to play for you, I said, over my dead body. <laughs> and then Meliardo said, no, over mine. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Love actually anybody? It's a 13-inch toy. Anybody? That was a no. decent accent. Yeah, I can do Liam Neeson. I love me some Liam Neeson. I can do that all day long. Oh, that was Liam Neeson. From uh, Love Actually, yes. And, and I do like Love Actually as well. I'm man enough to admit that. Oh, is it, uh, is it a rom-com? <laughs> it is. I know. I figured as much. Freedom, you're stalling at this point. I think there's nothing to stall about. It's thirteen versus twenty. I just have to choose. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Hey, that's <laughs> Which not, one that's do you want, buddy? The, that's not want, the first time you, you made want... that choice, is it, buddy? <laughs> I mean, if I had to make a choice of twenty, <laughs> my lord. First, uh, but thirteen is reasonable for you. Yes, not a problem. Yeah, Thirteen is okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Not a not a problem in the freedom. That's just your average. That's your mind. average Thursday. On, that's, that's, you know this. That's Come just on now. a Thursday. <laughs> right. uh, <laughs> if I got stomach cramps or if I need to clear my throat, you know. <laughs> no, it's interesting to see where you draw the line, freedom. Mm. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, the real story. Uh, God darn it. I know which one I want to choose, but I feel like the other one is just so ridiculous that maybe. I mean, surely no one stuck an eel up their ass, did they? That's that's what there's where my thought is. It's like why would somebody? <laughs> what, what? I mean, I get it. You're constipated, but shit, man. A fucking eel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, the company gave everyone guns for Christmas, so what do I know? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Apparently, you know America, good sir. America. You know America. I do know America. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, I'm going to go with the eel being the correct story. <sighs> All right. I cannot wait to find out the answer. Well, you guys know me well enough to know. If there's an article out there about something going up somebody's butthole, yeah, you bet your ass it's going to make mad of the news. You bet your ass, right? Good choice of words. I like it. Literally. If you additionally give me the length of the item going up the butt in the title, yup, all day, I'm eating that shit up. I'm, I'm, you know how Ezekiel Elliott does that thing when he gets the first down? That's yeah. what I'm doing right now. <laughs> you eat, you eating like the bowl of cereal? That's right. Give me the length of the thing going up the butthole. <laughs> eating that shit all day long. Yeah. So, in the Bayun district of Guangzhou, China. Oh, this is going to be a nail. Pretty sure I got that right. It's this a fucking eel. Fuck yeah. yeah. It's going to be a 49-year-old man came to the hospital (laughs) for his abdominal pain, initially leaving out the semi-important detail that there might be something slightly unusual in his body. (laughs) Doctors rushed him into the emergency surgery, um, where they were very surprised to find in his intestines was a 20-inch Asian swamp eel. Hell yeah. (laughs) I love like how we heard is. China and immediately knew that that was the answer. That's a <laughs> I think everybody country. knew. All you had to say was an Asian country. And it's like, yep. Yeah. yep. I like that so much, too. Oh, man. I also like that it's like, mm, my tummy hurts. I wonder what it could be. 
And it's like he doesn't he doesn't think to mention to the doctors that he stuck a twenty inch eel up his rectum. Well, here's the thing. They probably he probably went in there as like it feels like an eel is eating out my ass. That's probably what he was saying. That's what it feels like. And then they open him up and they're like, "Hey, funny story, guy." Um, but no, allegedly. The guy's first reaction when they had surgery afterwards, his first reaction was that the eel must have swam up the butt all by itself, you know, <laughs> which <laughs> those oh rascals, God. I think that's fantastic. But he later admitted to doing it on purpose after his friends exposed him to this, it's in quotes, folk remedy for constipation. And the fact that folk remedy was in quotes in this article, I love that, too. Because it's like the author might not have been able to verify or rule out whether or not sticking an eel up to butt is or is not actually a Chinese folk remedy for constipation, <laughs> oh, like which is saying. also fantastic. Da butt. Up to butt. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. did the eel survive? That's no, my question. It was living when he put it up to butt, but it did not survive. Um, and... <laughs> The final paragraph in this article is the best, so I'm going to read it to you guys verbatim right now. This is from the article. There are a few things to be taken away from this. One, if your friends tell you to shove an eel up your butt, think about how quality those friends, in quotes, actually are. (laughs) Two, if your friends tell you to shove a live eel up your butt and you actually do it, give yourself a slap in the face. (laughs) And three, if you really are having trouble going, try adding some of these foods to your diet instead, or, you know, go to the doctor. That's that's fantastic. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well done, Freedom. Thank you. All right. Corrals. Yes, sir. For a tie to uh, keep your streak alive. Do, are, do we have a tiebreaker? I'm not okay with the tie. Just we do. I'm gonna have to, I don't have it in front of me, but I'm going to track it down, but I okay. do have it. Yeah, okay. no, I have one. Okay. From the category of... Good luck, bitch. How fitting. You know what that category represents, right? No. I always put what I believe is the hardest question in that category whenever it comes through. So, from the category of good luck, so bitch. So, good luck, bitch. Right. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Miliardo, you're trying to kill my streak right now, aren't you, bro? I had nothing to do with this. Like, the adjectives were just good. He does it every time, and you're still fine. So, right. Mm, yeah. Buck up. From BBC.com. On November 7th, 2018, article number one, drowning accountant saved by football on 200 mile swim. Article number two, drowning cow saved by mermaid on 200 mile swim. Well, so Earnshaw, freedom, is this or is this not possibly the hardest question of the night? It is tough because it's a trick question, right? It's like you're initially you're thinking mermaids don't exist, but then you're like, well, why the fuck would you even give that as a possible answer if this wasn't, a, if it couldn't possibly be right? That's exactly what I'm thinking. That is exactly so. I'm spinning what I'm in thinking. circles over here. Mm. <laughs> All right, so I got an accountant being saved by a football <laughs> on a 200 mile swim. Yes. And I have a cow being saved by a mermaid on a 200-mile swim? Yes. Allegedly. And, and yeah. See, Allegedly. Like, like, why 200 miles? The only sense I can make out of it is that, like, a manatee right. saved the cow? Yeah. I don't know. I got a lot of questions. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I believe it's going to be the accountant saved by a football on the 200-mile swim. I believe that's the real one. Simply because I can't imagine, I mean, mermaids aren't real things. All right, so, like most things in life, Corrales, this tale begins with single-use plastic. You following me so far? Of course. Good. <laughs> and in case you guys weren't aware, uh, single-use plastic is, is bad, okay? <laughs> Were you guys aware of this? I am now. That single-use plastic was bad, okay? You guys aware that yeah. single-use plastic is bad? Yeah, yeah. You so I've been told, shit. sure. Yeah. See, I thought you might not be. I, I didn't know you were so educated, but we're very progressive down here in South Carolina, <laughs> right? Yes, yes, we are. I'd heard that about you. We're known for our progressive <laughs> yeah. nature. Yeah, we we stopped using straws like during the Civil War. So, right. All right. So, if you hadn't heard about how bad single-use plastic was, that's why the world needs people like Lindsay Cole to raise your awareness, which she is. She's doing this right now. By swimming 200 miles along the Thames River, dressed like a mermaid. Oh, fuck! There. Fuck! Don't you guys feel more aware Come of single-use plastic now? Corrales, do you currently feel more aware of the harm of single-use plastic than you used to? I feel like you're, you're more aware, aren't you? And somehow that saved a cow? <laughs> I've Come seen on. these chicks getting in these mermaid Come suits on. and stuff. <laughs> That's what I was like. Uh, oh, I'm right. done. Cal was done, choking guys. on a straw. I'm or done. For 200 miles. I'm done. Jesus. So during her swim, she noticed a giant white thing on the riverbank. And as she swam closer, she heard it mooing and struggling. So she was able to alert firefighters who then saved the animal, which would be how the drowning cow was saved by a mermaid on her 200 mile swim. Now, that bitch swam 200 miles as a mermaid. Are you guys curious at all about the whole plastic thing? I feel like, you know, there's some more questions here. Yeah. So she has a support person in her canoe, and this is how she's raising the awareness. On the canoe that follows the mermaid, this is all in, in England because they're fucking crazy, a giant mermaid statue is in the canoe, and as people come out to watch the mermaid swim, of it was. she asks them that they pick up a nearby litter, and then they can jab the litter into the mermaid statue. The goal being that by the time they get to the end of that swim, there will be a giant plasticky mermaid blob statue to symbolically show you fuckers how we are, quote, choking our mermaids and creatures with plastic, end quote. Now, don't you feel silly for not understanding how a mermaid swimming in the Thames River was clearly an awareness eraser for single use plastic? It's so obvious, you know. (laughs) So freedom, freedom. Yo, well done, sir. Broke the streak. Finally. Finally. <laughs> I believe I was sabotaged. <laughs> that last one was super hard. That was a tough one. Well done, guys. Well hey, done. Uh, well done, Freedom. Hey, Corrales, Good you, 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 you want to know, know what I believe? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get through this part real quick All together now We, we are the champions We are the champions No time for Corrales. losers Corrales Freedom <laughs> Champion yeah, This hurts me just no listening to this I wasn't even the one that lost the streak So I know this feels bad Ah uh. <laughs>
That felt great. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you. And good night. <laughs> Such a dick. I mean, this has been how many... This has been like over a year yeah. that I have not won it's, it's this been segment. Probably so. over uh, two years, to be real. Probably, probably over two yeah. Years. Probably. Yeah. So it just oh, spices things up a little it bit. Hurts, it just keeps man. it interesting. It hurts. I've had that song in queue for two years. <laughs> <laughs> Every day you get up and play just a little bit like, of it. Oh, like, oh, one day. Wanna... <sighs> one day. So one of the reasons Earnshaw is here, I mean, he's obviously an awesome dude and he's playing with us and, and that's great. But also, Earnshaw, you and I should plug our new podcast. The two of us are doing. Ooh, Let's plug. Let's plug. The podcast. So you guys have heard the Lord of the Rings uh, podcast that we've been doing. Earnshaw and I have decided to do a sister podcast, which won't be on this feed. It'll be in its own feed. And it's going to be reviewing old movies drunkenly and having segments on them probably we're gonna probably stick to older i would say like 15 years old plus maybe i was gonna say what is old probably gonna be our sweet spot okay yeah we're not gonna be doing like you know terminators 9 or whatever they're doing these days (laughs) we're gonna be doing some of the older things um and the name of the podcast earnshaw why don't you tell me what the name of the new podcast is booze reviews Booze reviews. Oh, is it? Booze I like reviews. it. Reviews. Okay. Nice. I dig. I can. I'm on board. Yeah. I was hoping you'd work well under pressure because I didn't know if we'd figured that out yet. <laughs> and I'm a jerk. <laughs> but you nailed it. My understanding was that was the only thing that we came up with that was worth a damn. So I was going to say that <laughs> no matter what. Well, good call. That's All good. right. So that'll be that'll be its own separate channel. We'll figure that out later on. And uh, yeah, I dig it. Anything else you wanted to add, Earnshaw? Um. Should we? Should we? Uh, announce what the first title will be or yes should we let it be a surprise well we're already working on finishing the lord of the rings trilogy and i'm not sure exactly when these episodes will drop but after that the first movie we're going to do officially on the booze reviews will be it's going to be donnie darko oh, oh nice nice choice love it coming out of the love gate it. strong yeah my so, god well, freedom corrales i'm assuming you know are we going to at least have two listeners? Can I can I count on that? Oh, oh absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> nice. Can't Look at us. Only, Shaw, not even trying. Only if you'll <laughs> allow us to crowdsource titles for you. Between Fuck yeah. the two yeah. of us. Suggestions are welcome. Certainly Does two people make a crowd? <laughs> um, in a porn, I would say yeah. I think the definition of gangbang is two two dudes or more, right? Isn't that the legal definition? With each other? I'm, I'm not sure that's how that works. <laughs> not with each other. Yeah. yeah. I, think that's, I think that's just gay sex, Miliarda. I think you're confused. <laughs> <laughs> By definition, I think Corrales is correct. <laughs> um, so, Freedom, you got some pub trivials for us, right? Oh, crap. Yes. Yarp. So he's going to get that ready. We're going to top off our drinks, and I'm going to play a song uh, that Freedom and Corrales and Earnshaw too have all heard, but the listener has not. Before you do that, Milliarda, freedom. Yeah. Yep. I I have to admit I was in my feelings a bit over here. <laughs> but I, I want to be a gentleman and I want to congratulate you on your victory uh this evening. There we go. Thank you, sir. And I and I want to do that because it it's it will be your last. It will be your last victory. <laughs> there um, so it is. I, I was wanna, waiting for the turn. Sure, right? it was I want to make sure that you enjoy this as much as possible. I, I know, um, you know, it's difficult to lose to me year in and year out. 
Um, but I do congratulate you. And Earnshaw, it was a, it was a pleasure. Um, so, um, right. Good, good game. Good game. <sighs> Greatly appreciated. Yeah, no, I, I totally, yeah. Appreciate that, man. And this is for you. Did I ever tell you every year? <laughs> I, I usually I usually turn my grades in at the very last minute and it drives our like registrar lady crazy. And every year when I take my grades in, I play that as I walk into her office to turn my grades in at the end of the school year. <laughs> have I ever told y'all that? No. No, that's yeah. pretty awesome. And like though. on my folder, we all have a specific yellow folder that we turn our like our we print and verify our grades or whatever. I wrote the champion across the folder. She scratched it out five different times and I just keep rewriting it on the folder. <laughs> so we we have a we have a good time with that. So for the listener, the next song you're about to hear as we top off our glasses is for the years that we've been doing this uh podcast, anytime there was stuttering or ums <laughs> or other unuseful audio that I had to edit out, I put it into a little file. And I decided to compile all of that this is my into favorite. a song. Love it. Full length song, which is called The Scatman Song. I'm going to air some dirty audio laundry here, right? <laughs> okay. I'm a scat man. I'm a scat man. Freedom. I'm, 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 it, it. I, 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 it, 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 I, I'm not really getting the. Yeah. I, I, I don't. What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, the scat man. Where's the scat man? I'm the scat man. Relics. I, I will say, I do get, I do get that. I, I, I've just. I think, I think, I, I think, I think it, it. I think, I don't think, not, not with to, with the are are pretty, pretty scat. I, I like, I, I, I it, but it's, I, I really, I, I, I'm a scat man. Okay. <laughs> oh. Okay. It, 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 it. It, it, it. I think, I think, I think, I don't think, I think, I think, I think, I don't think, I think, I think, I think, I don't think, I 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 don't think, I think, I think, I think, I don't think, I think, I think, I think, I don't think. Yordo. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you, a, I'm gonna give you some pushback here, and, and you know, I, I honestly, honestly, I just, you could, you, there are, there, are, you'll, you'll, I, I, I have actually, as, as, uh, of, of all the, and, and I feel, I feel at home, and I gotta get, and I, again, I tell, tell us what it is. I'm a scat man. Okay. <laughs>
what ha- what happens was it was basically it was there was a there was a flavor i, th- I think it was is is good 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 but i mean the the the, the complete um, omni- omniscient but yeah what is but i it, it hit i will say from my experience it it comes <laughs> uh, 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 that hit that hit me in bruising yeah i it, it, if you if you if you really if you if you think about digging a big back a big a big hole in your backyard like like I like I said like I, I haven't I haven't had that I haven't had it happen to me in years I didn't know about that you don't you don't just happen to happen I'm gonna I'm gonna be it, 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 it's you and I you and I have the, the, the it, it's it's um well, no. I think. I think. I think. I don't think. I think. I think. I think. I don't think. I think this. This is legitimately. This is legitimately one of the. I. think this is one of the coolest and most important things we've ever done here. It's. It's refreshing. It's different. It's time for Freedom's Pub Trivials. In this segment, the 1068 Pubcasters will tackle some of life's hardest questions. Like, pour a drink, throw a drink. What's the other thing that we do the drink? Important questions like, Who wants to guess how many emails my wife still has unread on her phone? Or, Is PBR light beer or not? Or even, <laughs> Is that natural gas? So if you've ever stared into the cosmic abyss and pondered Epona, Epona? Oh, what's it called? Eponia? Epona? Eponia? Help me out here, bro. Epona? Eponia? 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 We'll go with Eponia. Eponia. Then stay tuned for Freedom's Freedom's Trivials. So, this is uh, Freedom's Pub Trivials for those, uh, for, for the listener. Um, out there, if you're if you're not aware what this is, there is, are fifty of uh, them now. By the way, are 50. there really? We're up to fifty. 50 listeners. I yes. saw that. That is crazy, man. We're up to fifty. It's fucking bananas. And that's after we insulted Australians, Jews, Canadians, Mexicans, Canadians as Mexicans. Um, you can add China to that to, after tonight. Oh yeah, China was in Although, there. Although to be fair, Indians. they kind of they kind of deserved it because we were right. To be fair, and they yeah, put an eel up the butt. I mean, they so. put an eel up their ass. So yeah, I mean, people are gonna talk when you do crazy shit like that. So we we can't really be blamed for that one. Nope. Right. Uh, uh, Scottish people, uh, Indians. Right. I mean, yeah. damn. You name I, it. I feel like there's been insult, some yeah. some homosexual insensitivity tonight as well. So we probably lost that mm-hmm, that mm-hmm, demographic. Mm-hmm. Yep. Probably. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Eh. It's okay. <laughs> We're really not assholes. We just play one on radio. We just yeah, play them exactly. on the radio. That's yeah, our... Just, yeah, it's just a part we're yeah. playing. That's wink, a... wink. <laughs> right. Winking really hard over here. <laughs> and my we are much across. worse in real life, so you're getting the time right. down. Right? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is 1068 toned down a scooch. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Freedom's Poe Trivials is where Freedom has questions about life, about love, about liberty. I like it. I mean, maybe not liberty or love or I don't know, but I've got questions, right? Right. And I purposefully don't look up answers to some of these questions. Some of these questions are very bizarre. Some of them are, you know, everyday run-of-the-mill things that I just don't know about. But I take my panel of experts, my friends, my colleagues. You're not my colleagues. You're my friends. Um, anyway... <laughs> 
I take the 1068 Pubcast's uh, answers to these questions more seriously than I take yours. Because <laughs> they're they the ones that matter. And we lost the remaining yeah, listeners. Hell yeah, we right? So, Right, yeah. So yeah. anyway, so I'll start. And actually what I'm, I may do on this question is I may defer Freedom's Pub Tribute because um, I think it was Miliardo that had a, a great question that he wanted to ask. And I'll start with oh, that one. Nice. You liked it? Yeah, it's great. Let's start with that one. Do you want to present the question? So I was walking around asking people at work this question, which is funny because the people up here don't understand what either of these words mean because I live in Canada. But the question was, is there a difference between something being redneck and something being hillbilly? Well, and then um, Corrales had an additional, like an addendum to add to it. Redneck, hillbilly, or country. (laughs) Something being country. I like it. So I like it. It's a great question. Can I share with a listener what inspired that question? Please. It was freedom. It was you. It was your bug-killing shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> so Fre- Freedom has this shotgun that shoots out salt, and it kills in- it kills flying insects immediately. Like, it's amazing. Like, I looked up YouTube videos of this shit. It's awesome. <laughs> but I, like I was thinking about that, and I was like... On it. <laughs> I told I was him like, to. You walk around your house so with you a shotgun to. that launches salt to kill flies in the air. Like, I love it. But that's one of these things. Is that redneck or is that hillbilly? And I had to think about it a lot. And then that started making me think about, you know, the beer can helmet. All right. Mm. Is that redneck or is that hillbilly? Mm -hmm. And I just started thinking about, like, there's differences there. Anyway, that's what spawned the question. Uh, And here's the thing. I hadn't really thought about it purposefully, so I wouldn't... I'm I thinking have, those like, two things answer. are both just redneck. <laughs> See, that but, would mean there's not but, a difference. But why? So hillbilly implies that you're gonna be like, I don't know, you're gonna be even more backwoods than you would if you were in the redneck. Like the redneck are doing yeah, it in like I the backwoods, I'm... and like the hillbilly are doing it in like the backwoods, that... four times removed with their cousin. Yeah, like I think I'm on board with that. His cousin out in the holler. You know, <laughs> and we lost the Appalachian uh, listeners. God, we're terrible. And I do see hillbillies as being like scarier than rednecks. Like, yeah, you there's know, a like, uh, like deviousness <laughs> to it or something. Yeah, absolutely. Like, uh, like uh, uh, the guy on the the guys on the canoe trip. Um, Squirrel yeah. like pig. What's that? <laughs> deliverance. Yeah, that's um, when I think of hillbillies, yeah. I think of deliverance. You know, like some right. backwoods yeah. stuff. So. I'm so glad Earnshaw is here because I'm going to be real. Corral is freedom. I think one of you is a redneck and I think the other one is a hillbilly. I'm going to be real. That is what I believe. <laughs> Jesus. What? You just lost a listener. So Earnshaw. <laughs> one of us. I'm going to ask you a question here. If you take the materials to make a fly fishing rod and you fashion your own fly fishing rod, you literally make the rod. <laughs> And then you literally make your own bait for the rod. You tie your own flies and you fasten your own flies to your own rod that you physically made with your hands and you fish and you catch a fish with it. Redneck or hillbilly or neither? Neither to me. Tough. Um, Southern gentleman, I believe is what you're going for there, buddy. (laughs) Southern gentleman. I was going to say like neither can't be an option, but Southern gentleman, you present a good argument there. Um, Thank you. (laughs) I would still feel 
I would still lean more towards redneck with that. Like, you haven't crossed any lines yet. Okay. You've got to cross a line to be hillbilly. (laughs) He hasn't crossed it. Unless he made the the rod out of, like, human flesh, he's still in redneck. (laughs) (laughs) Unless the string was from, like, hair from, like, a woman he stalked in the woods, then, like, he's still in redneck territory. (laughs) His cousin. It ain't stalking if it's your cousin. I think I have a different line for hillbilly than you guys do. Because to me, a hillbilly isn't necessarily a backwoods rapist. It's just like <laughs> my quintessential hillbilly is the guy sitting on a front porch blowing into a jug in a in a jug band. You know what I mean? No, I mean I, no. I or see that. like he, I see that, that would he, fall. He that, makes that's his own fiddle. territory right there. Yes, I agree with yeah. that. Right? He makes his own fiddle out of cat gut and like a a, a fucking tree stump he found. You know what I mean? Like that's some hillbilly shit right there. And to me, Corrales, who owns chickens and makes his own fly fishing rods <laughs> and lives out where there ain't no technology, ain't to no me, technology, Corrales is fucking hillbilly. <laughs> uh, but I don't live in the hills. Do, do you have to live in the mountains to be a hillbilly? In my brain, no. Okay. In my brain, no. See, I think in my brain, it has to be associated with the hills, with hill country. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. All right. So it's location. Location plays a role. I think so. so. A hillbilly. Would you call somebody a hillbilly out in the the plains of uh, South Dakota? Maybe. If they were fucking, I I I would. I mean, think about that. I think Appalachia as well. I think Appalachia. I think moonshine. I think mountains when I think hillbilly. I think hillbilly is more of a state of mind than a physical location. I don't think you could be a hillbilly in downtown Chicago. I just don't think a hillbilly would ever be there. But yeah. I think you could be a hillbilly out in the middle of nowhere in Iowa. Absolutely. I think you could do it. So for you being a hillbilly is a certain level of like self-autonomy? I would say isolation. Yeah, and Yeah, okay. isolation and sort of like this doing shit for yourself. Mm. Gross, you're talking about making your own bourbon, man. You you fucking hillbilly, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I want to do you that. You don't buy the shit. That's going to happen. You make the shit. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. You make your own eggs. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't technically make the eggs. Actually, oh, that actually. would be weird. Right, right. Right, I don't have the parts yeah. for that, but my chickens yeah. do. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, okay, okay. So that, that was a little bit of a hillbilly catchphrase right I don't think hillbilly. I don't have the parts for that, but my chickens do. <laughs> so yeah, now okay, yeah. now you have swayed me into hillbilly territory with that. <laughs> oh, I think man. we could get that TM'd on a T-shirt if we, uh, <laughs> if we put our, our heads. Eggs. I don't, I don't have, have the parts, parts for that, for that but my chickens but do. My chickens do. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I, I, I smell a I smell a sitcom. I don't know about you, but I smell a sitcom. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree with Miliardo's take on a certain level of like independence and like craftsmanship. I, I definitely think of that when I think of hillbillies. But I think when I think of hillbillies, I do really think of, of like place specific. Yeah. Now, if I was being fully honest, Corrales, I would say that you're not a hillbilly. To me, you're too sophisticated and you're too integrated in society to be a legit hillbilly. <laughs> too yeah, integrated. But you're like, there. yeah. I think I think that's a good point. You're like a normal person who has hillbilly hobbies. Hillbilly Like tendencies. you lean hillbilly. Yeah, I have hillbilly tendencies. Yeah, right. Yeah, and I can get behind that. And here's why. Here's why, Milliard. And I've said this a couple of times. So three months out of every year, do you guys remember what I tell you guys I do? 
You go feral. I go feral. <laughs> I go feral. And I think I think it's the quarter of the year going feral thing that keeps those hillbilly tendencies alive. You're like, what am I going to learn this summer? I'm going to go fucking learn how to kill an eagle and kite with it. You know, it's just like <laughs> you never know what fucking Karras is going to do. You just never know. I mean, you know, you got to you got to have skills, man. Got to have those kind of skills. I'm telling you, dude. Two years, guys. Not this summer, but next summer, I'm going to be making shine. That's the goal. Going to be making shine. Y'all going to help go. me with it. Why dog? As in, like, That's right. Six months from now. I don't think I'm going to have the steel ready by then. I think two years. I don't know though. I've started looking at skills, so we'll we'll see. You hillbilly motherfucker. We'll see. And freedom, I gotta be real. I would say freedom, you're pretty redneck, right? I mean, can we agree that freedom's pretty legit redneck? I mean, we ate rabbit in college supplied by his grandfather. So <laughs> I mean, there's that. Right. Yeah, that happened. If freedom's not redneck, he comes from redneck folk for sure. <laughs> freedom, do you or do you not own a beer helmet? Question one. Um, <laughs> if he does it now, he, he owned, definitely did it. He, he owns a beer belt for fishing, too. A beer belt, like a beer holster. And I use it around my uh, my waders. Yeah. I do that. And, and unsurprisingly, uh, I do own a beer helmet. Yeah. I just, I haven't worn it in years. It's up in the attic. Oh, you better bring that down, buddy. I I will. I will. I totally forgot about it until you said something. But yeah, I know exactly where it's at in my attic. I'm I'm just wondering where I fall on this this redneck hillbilly scale. It's it's a tough one because I feel I I, I tend to agree that location does play a part in it. But can we would we also agree that yes, Appalachian Mountain folk can be hillbillies, but what about like, you know, the Denver, the mountains out in, in Denver? Could 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 there be hillbillies out in those mountains? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. Okay, okay. So it doesn't it, have to be mount- a southern thing. Yeah, that's what I was wondering if that was a southern thing or not. Uh, being a hillbilly, because we all I think we can all agree rednecks are everywhere. <laughs> I think Miliardo yeah, yeah. can certainly attest to the redneckedness up in uh, Canada. Dude, I saw a guy driving around in northern Mexico with a pickup truck with a rebel flag on the back window of the pickup and bronze testicles swinging from the, the uh, hitch and i'm just like you motherfucker like you can't you can't fly the rebel flag around here you weren't even part of the fucking confederacy yeah you I, just it, you I can't pull actually, that shit i found like, my, this is fucking indiana yes, i found myself being uh, i was almost like and i realized i was being ridiculous but i was al- almost offended when the last time uh, Lady Krause and I went up to see her family in Wisconsin, I saw some people driving around with like a, a rebel flag on the back of their window. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? You know, it's like, you're not in the Confederacy. Wait, same guy? You know, it kind of makes you think. It makes you, it makes you think. <laughs> Maybe so. Maybe there's just this one dude driving around the Midwest. And it didn't offend me as a Southerner. Well, maybe a little bit. But it offended me as a history teacher. It's like, dude, you guys weren't in the Confederacy. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You may just be transplants or something that previously lived here and then had to move up there for could be why would anybody from the south come to this godforsaken Uh, it's a good question i can't imagine that's a great point they'd be be pretty fucking stupid to do that (laughs) pretty fucking stupid yep 
<laughs> yeah, that's a great point. That's an excellent point, Miliardo. Yeah, good. But but I agree with Miliardo. Like like some of the most redneck folks I have seen have been up there in the Midwest. Every year, there's a Toby Keith concert within a mile from my house. I'm not even making that shit up. We redneck. Could you feel the America? You... Like, did the America come in through the windows? Or I felt that freedom on my face. You felt the freedom like... on your face? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I felt the freedom on my face. Guys, right. until I you, really did. Until you've been to a wedding where, <laughs> you know, when they say I do and, you know, bride and groom kiss and the 12 gauge shotguns go off i don't know if you know what redneck really is <laughs> <laughs> have you been to that have you seen that before listen i come from the guy that ra- great falls raised squirrels you come man. from great oh, falls man. i know where you people are from. that's where the heritage so, is man. so yes yeah, so you I've, have I've been there done that and there was a kitty pool crap. back too <laughs> what beer did y'all drink at the wedding i gotta know i was underage but it was old milwaukee that was the beer, old Milwaukee. And you were drinking it, cool. Yeah, I was. Oh yeah, absolutely. But that <laughs> shit is awful, by the way. Old Milwaukee, woo! It ain't the beast, right? But it's old Milwaukee, yeah. the original stuff. So, but to get back to your question, Freedom, we all agree mm-hmm. that there's a difference. There is. A we difference. just we have different opinions on necessarily where that difference lies, yeah. or what the definitions of those things are. Yeah, I, right? I, I yeah. agree. Is that yeah. Fair? Yeah. yeah, it's hard to define. It is hard to define. I have a huge respect for hillbilly. So, Cross, I hope you don't take too much offense that I think you're a hillbilly. No, like, actually, it's... the way you explained it, Miliardo, not only do I not take it offense, I I now have a sense of pride <laughs> in my hillbilly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I dig it. I, I actually really, and I like your definition of like sort of like this certain level of autonomy because I do think of that when I think of yeah. hillbillies. I don't think of that necessarily with rednecks. No, because a hillbilly would not be caught fucking dead at NASCAR. They wouldn't. They they don't have time for that shit. You right. know what I mean? Yeah, like winter's coming. You got to get that shit ready. You know what I'm saying? Don't have time for NASCAR. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I appreciate uh, that. So no, I no no offense taken whatsoever. That. Uh, uh, so. I do have another question. Yes. And again, this is another deferral question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. And I'll get to some of my questions here in just a second. This one seems kind of straightforward, but I have a feeling. I, I always say that about some of these questions, and it turns into a rabbit hole. But this question is very, very simple. Dude, we spent like a fucking 30-minute spell on the redneck well, question. But, you know, you're trying, but you're trying to define you know, <laughs> a couple of different classes of yeah. individuals, right? This one is straightforward. It's one thing, right? Right. We are going like to define it. something else, but it's just one thing. Oh, crap. It may not be. It's definitely not one thing. But the question is, what makes a sandwich a sandwich? Now, oh, shit. this was another Miliardo question. And do you have any background on why this became a question of yours? What makes a sandwich a sandwich? It was the hot dog thing, right? I don't know. You don't, you just I don't brought remember. It up. I thought it was between you and uh, Lady Milliardo. Hmm. I know that this is a regular debate on the Reddit and the Book of Faces and the spaces that are mine. mine. But <laughs> right. Um. But I know it's a regular debate, and that there's there's a lot of shit about what makes a sandwich a sandwich and what makes a hot dog. Where's the debate? Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog not a sandwich? Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, so I mean the the debate is is a hot dog a sandwich or not? And some people argue it's meat between bread, and some people are like it's not a fucking sandwich because of the way it's sliced. But then like if you have a hoagie, 
that is the same like dimensions as a hot dog, roughly, that has the bread sliced and the meat in between, and they're not connected. The bread's not connected. It's now suddenly a, magically a sandwich, and it's like you know you can get a pork hoagie. It's the same fucking animal. You know the meat's just chopped up differently, and it's the same fucking bread. Now it's a sandwich. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get why there's like a debate, I guess, but. I I feel like that's pretty simple. Maybe it's it's very simple. Well, people feel strongly about this. For instance, Kralis. Kralis is a hot dog sandwich. Yes. Oh shit! Here's why: anything wedged between two pieces of bread, eaten together with the bread, sandwich done. Mic drop. Yeah, I think I agree. Okay. Yeah, I think that if it even if it's not like what you consider like strictly like two slices of bread with ham and cheese or whatever but if it's bread related there it's just like a subdivision of like an what you would think of as a sandwich so hot dogs there like even like like a pita or like a euro or something like that like it's bread tangent with like meat and stuff yeah pig in a blanket is it a sandwich oh yep I just call that a fucking appetizer, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I guess it's, <laughs> I guess it's a sandwich technically by those rules. <laughs> All right, Miliardo takes a dinner roll at Outback Steakhouse. He peels it apart. He puts a fucking piece of butter in there and he closes it. Sandwich? No, that's just a there. fucking piece of bread. Why not? I need some meat. You got to put something in there besides butter. All right, he peels his dinner roll apart. And he puts in some bacon bits and butter, and he closes it. Sandwich, sandwich. It's a bacon. It's a bacon sandwich. <laughs> if you cut the dinner roll open and put a chicken strip in there, then it's a sandwich. But right. but then right. I can also make the argument some people don't eat meat, right? So they make a veggie sandwich or some shit. Just put right. lettuce and yeah. tomato in between some white bread with some mayo and some mustard. Is it a sandwich? I would say yes. It's a sandwich. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I actually, I really do agree with you guys. I think hot dog is a subclass of sandwich. Yeah, it's I really just a do. sub. But... Because, I mean, you have open face hoagies. You have sub sandwiches from Subway, which are connected fucking pieces of bread that are subs. And those are sandwiches, but they're also connected bread. So I'm actually, I'm with you guys. I was just playing devil's advocate. Here's the deal. If you took a personal pan pizza, right? What, what kind of pizza do you guys like? Pepperoni? Um, pepperoni Hawaiian bitch you're one of those oh, you, you weird motherfuckers with that commie bullshit Jesus Hawaiian Christ. with some with some, uh, with oh, some jalapeno let's All get right. him jalapeno punch you in the throat Miliardo <laughs> jeez some people what kind what kind of pizza does Corrales like uh, you know I, I just like like classic pepperoni with some jalapenos and basil that's my favorite. That sounds good right and I, I'm a meat lover on my pizza you throw all kind of meat on there right so I've got one personal pan pizza on my left. I take another personal pan pizza on my right, and I shove them together. That's a piece of sandwich. You got yourself a sandwich. I, I would agree eat the with that. shit out of that. You got a sandwich, bro. That, that's basically yep. you created the biggest hot pocket ever at that point. <laughs> giant hot pocket. A giant Ooh, hot, hot pocket. pocket. You a sandwich? No. You've, you've achieved something. It's a hot you pocket sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, it, shit. Just became, it just became one. It's a, a sandwich. Hot it is. Like a mini I, think sandwich. It, I think it is a sandwich. It is a sandwich. If you've got bread on the top and the bottom, you've got yourself a sandwich. What about an open faced sandwich with no bread on top? I mean, is there any place that we draw the line and like that's mm. not a fucking sandwich anymore? Or do we just say everything's a fucking sandwich? I feel like an I feel like face. I feel like then you just have like kind of a weird pizza. 
No, but that's what it's called. Have you ever had an open face sandwich or an open face sub where they like smother that shit in gravy? I mean, that's a real thing. And it literally has the word sandwich in the title. I have seen that before. And I don't really yeah. think that's a sandwich. <laughs> no shit. It literally has the word sandwich in the Open face sandwich. And I've had a lot in there. <laughs> Somebody paint me a picture here. Uh, redneck over here doesn't know what y'all talking about. All right. So, Freedom, I went to McAllister's with my wife and kids the other day. And I got something that was called a Big Nasty, I think is what yep. it was. Yeah, we uh-huh. got that okay. down here too. And I literally ordered it because it was called the Big Nasty. That was the only reason I bought the damn thing. I didn't uh, know what it was going to be like. It came that's out. That's how okay. I pick my meals. Like, do they sound like a WWE wrestler? That's how I pick my meals. <laughs> right. uh, yeah. uh, okay. Somebody okay. took a giant fucking loaf of bread, sliced it in half, folded it, and put it on the plate. Then they threw on top of that a bunch of like, um, almost like Philly cheesesteak type meat. And then they smothered that with gravy. And it was fucking delicious. You had to eat it with a fork and a knife, didn't you? I cut that bitch with a fork and knife. Absolutely. You usually but that's wait, not yeah. a sandwich. Yeah. That is not a sandwich. What do you do with the bread, though? But what do you? What did you do with the bread? Oh, like, what kind of bread was it? The bread soaks up the gravy and becomes like the little mini cracker that your meat gets distributed to your mouth upon. But what yeah. kind of bread? Like, is is it like a hoagie or it's a like French? I think it's like yeah, a French. Like a hoagie. It's a dense. It's like a dense right. bread. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but and then they cut it like halfway open, or they like cut it straight in half. How do they cut it? Yeah, they they cut it hot dog style, fold it on the plate, <sighs> okay. smother the whole motherfucker with beef, and then smother the beef fucking gravy. So yeah. good. It's, that's not a that's sandwich. A sandwich. I, That's I, not I, a I sandwich. Still think it's I, a sandwich. And the reason why I it's say in the that fucking title is because, hey, <laughs> Miliardo, what are those sandwiches, the Italian beef that they do in Chicago? You know hey, what I'm French talking dips? about? Yeah, French dip. Where, yeah. Well, they take the entire fucking sandwich and they dip it. To be fair, to Krause's point, you can hold that sandwich in your hand and dip it. Yeah, that's you damn so, right. You can. That's and a that choice. A that, that's a choice that you choose to eat. Right. It. Or you could choose not to dip it. But it's literally like a normal sandwich. It's just about what you dip it in or don't. It's not different okay. in any other way. Okay. I'm fine with like dipping it in the au jus or whatever. Because I, I know what uh, Miliardo is talking about. You cannot eat that really with your hands. <laughs> not like a civilized so, It's just so soggy. You will look like an animal. <laughs> if it's a good open-faced sandwich, you know you're not going to eat it. Like if it's a good exactly. open sandwich, you are not going to touch it with your hands. If an open-faced sandwich is a sandwich, then biscuits and gravy are a damn sandwich. And biscuits yeah. and gravy oh, ain't shit. a damn sandwich. Damn. Oh, right? shit. He just right. took it to another yeah. level on that one. So, And that, by definition, wow. can't be a sandwich. I could it drizzle cannot. shit on any kind of bread, and it's a sandwich. That's not a sandwich. Is the bread bowl a sandwich? I mean. Oh, fuck. No. No, no, it's not. Because no, I can't. I, I agree. Packed in. No, I agree. The point is, like, we're we're going deep down a rabbit hole here. That's I know. I know. That's that's how we. He's right, though. You're right. Um. So hamburgers are sandwiches, right? Absolutely. Yes. To me, yes. sandwiches yes. are a. It's right. a delivery me- method. It's like, how am I going to get this <laughs> meal in my face? You know. And if I can't pick okay. it up, okay, Kraus. Okay. Yes. I went to a bar, and I got a burger that was literally. Bread, a one-pound meat patty. On top of that was a one-pound boneless rib section. On top of that was uh, scrambled eggs. On top of that was onion rings. On top of that was the other piece of bread. I don't even remember what the fucking thing was called, but it was like... Good Lord. Right. Point is, sandwich. Yes. Not physically 
able to be eaten <laughs> as a, like sandwich. a sandwich. Right. Sure. Sure. So the delivery, it, it came to you as a sandwich, but the delivery method was too tall to fit in my mouth. <laughs> sure. Like it was this like, you've run you into that I mean? problem before, haven't you? Milliarda. Oh, no. Oh. Mm. I did say the word tall, not big. So I feel like I, I saved myself from the, uh, from I the main. No. Dicks can be tall. Tall. Depends on Dick what direction Dick's they're shooting. <laughs> dicks should be tall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, only Corrales. Corrales would know. But okay. If you're like going tall on Dick, the guy's just like, you're not doing this BJ right, bro. This is not correct. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But you see what I'm saying here? Like, yeah, but in that situation, I would consider it a sandwich because it's, it's, it's a proportion situation in that, in that instance. It's not a delivery situation. If you had giant hands and a giant head, you could have eaten that like a normal sandwich. Yep, that's a good point. So can, we, can we agree that you could enjoy that how it's meant to be enjoyed? You fucking normie. exactly, exactly. You just need to be a so giant. Can, can we at least agree then that how it's presented to you could make it a sandwich? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think so. So somebody somebody delivers an open face big nasty with another open face big nasty on top of it upside down. Got yourself a Jesus. sandwich. A sandwich. I am prepared to call that a sandwich. I right? think they just call that a heart attack. I'm not sure how you would eat it, but I would call that a sandwich. How you determine that you have to eat it doesn't have to make it a sandwich or non-sandwich, but how it's given to you right. could determine it. I think so. I think that's how I okay. look at it, yeah. There are Great. tons of variables I mean, I, I like that y'all that. are mentioning, but one constant seems to be that there has to be bread involved. Yes, yes, I think so. I believe the bread has to encompass the meal. So either two slices or some kind of wrap to go around the food. Yeah. So, in order for it to be a right. sandwich. Yeah. Like there has to be a top yeah. and a bottom. Is a taco a sandwich? Is a burrito a sandwich? A taco is a sandwich. A burrito is in fact a sandwich. <laughs> oh shit. Corrales, you just took that to a level I'm not prepared for. I'm not prepared to call a taco a sandwich. I mean... Once I create a set of rules, fellas, I'm sticking to it. Okay, I'm gonna but did you say a burrito was a sandwich or not a sandwich? A burrito is a sandwich. It's like the uh, gotcha. sandwich's distant relative, sort of. Yeah, yeah. You know what, Corrales, you really have changed my mind tonight. I'm okay with calling a burrito and a taco a subset of sandwich, the same way I would call a gyro a subset of sandwich. Yeah, it's a subset. That pleases me to know that, Miliarda. I feel like I've accomplished something this week. And really, like when I think of dog, in my head, I see like a husky or a Labrador retriever black lab something like that i don't see a fucking chihuahua or a pomeranian but i will recognize that those are in fact subsets of the class of dog i get that mm-hmm. and i also will say that i don't i understand your points and i'm i am from this day forth never going to allow an open-faced sandwich to be called a sandwich <laughs> lest it be covered with an upside Buy down open-faced sandwich on now, top of it Here's so are you I declaring challenge. a are you declaring a holy war on McAllisters? Is this a jihad declaration? Kind of. I'm declaring bullshit on them using the word sandwich. Sandwich in their ah, big nasty. Yeah. Title. Okay. I'm calling bullshit okay. on them putting that in their sandwich category. Here, really? you going to tell them this? You can tell them this tomorrow. Maybe in the next ten minutes. I don't know how oh, long does it take to drive there. They open. <laughs> this is what you should do. You should go in there, Ron Swanson style. Let me elaborate. You should say, <laughs> I I want a, 
a big nasty sandwich. Now, to clarify what I mean by big nasty sandwich is <laughs> I want a big nasty on the bottom and then a big nasty on the top. On the top. Upside down. <laughs> to make it a damn sandwich. <laughs> by definition. Oh, man. That would be hilarious if you did that. So, I mean... Number one, that's going to happen, and I'm going to send you guys a video. Number two, <laughs> do I have to have a mustache to pull this off, or can I go clean I mean, shaven? It's Ron Swanson. I mean, you said the bar be pretty high. Cool. It wouldn't be as cool. The mustache okay. would help. Right. It, it's not a requirement, but it would help. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Noted. Give me all the bacon you have. Wait. I feel like you misunderstood me. <laughs> Still hilarious, and I want it on camera. That would be great. Thanks. <laughs> that would be amazing. Oh, it's happening. All right. We accomplished a lot with these questions. Oh, man. I feel like we're solving all the world's problems. Oh, yeah. One pup trivial out of time, my friend. Do we have time for another question, or do we need to move on to the next thing? Give us another one. Okay. Hit me with my best shot. Oh, Fire away. Uh, I will. Oh, see? Earnshaw kept it going. He kept it going. That's That's it. Well, you're you're inspiring me to ask a music question. We had talked about having a music segment at some point, so I I almost didn't want to go into that realm with Freedom's Pub Trivials, but that's okay. So I know from my experience that when I'm in my car by myself, I play whatever music I want, right? Of course, we all do that, but are there... When you're playing music by yourself, are there any artists that you would call, quote-unquote, like a guilty pleasure? Like, you wouldn't want your friends to know that I'm blaring this shit in my car, but I would be maybe embarrassed, or I would be like, eh, I won't really mention that I listen to this, like Britney Spears or something like that. I don't know. that. I, I don't listen to Britney Spears, but do you have... Or who? I think Freedom just admitted to listening to Britney Spears in yeah. his car. Oh, yeah. That's the not tri- it. He just outed himself. himself. He outed it's himself. Not, <laughs> it's not yeah. Britney Spears, but I do have somebody. No, guys, I promise. Uh, I promise I don't, guys. I promise I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a good one, though. But, not me. But who is your guilty pleasure performer that you like to listen to? Wait, Freedom, I didn't get that on audio. Could you hit me, baby, one more time? Who is your guilty pleasure performer? <laughs> Booyah. So I don't know if I so much have a guilty pleasure performer as a as a guilty pleasure music style. So Ooh, okay. normally when I'm really happy, I listen to like rap, like Eminem and stuff. And I'm listening to it and like I'm listening to his lyrics and some of it's like, oh my God, this is bullshit. Like this is the dumbest shit ever. But it gets me hyped up. You know, and like when I'm working out or something like that, a lot of times I'm listening to like hardcore rap or dumbass hip hop. What kind of hip hop or rap? Who's the artist that you listen Honestly, to? Honestly, I like Lil Wayne a lot. Oh, I love oh. Lil Wayne. I like he has some good songs. Yeah, I like Eminem. Dude, I like I Machine like Gun Wayne. Kelly sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. But some of their lyrics, like sometimes I listen to their songs and it's cringeworthy. Because they say shit, and it's like, oh, you're what's wrong with society. Like, like I, there's this part of me, like the teacher part of me that's like, I should not be listening to this bullshit because some of these lyrics are fucking horrible, you know? But at the same time, like, sometimes I just have to get hood in my car. So I think for me, I it's don't, a whole genre. 
of like hardcore I don't see rap. that in you. So that's actually kind of news to me. I wouldn't have seen that. I mean, we've listened yep. to rap before, but not not on the regular. For sure. Right. Right. Good stuff. But like when I work I out, that's that. almost all I listen to because nothing else really makes sense for working out. You know? I don't know. I don't work out. So. <laughs> Or sometimes I'll listen to like I'll listen to like some new metal stuff like corn or something like that. But then I start listening to their lyrics and I'm like, oh, this is basically just emo turned up a notch. Because like they get all in their feelings and shit. And so like I'm judging them while I'm listening to it. This is creepy emo. Cremo. Can I call it cremo? Cremo. Yeah, it's cream. Cremo. <laughs> oh boy. It's all oh, cremoed corn. Oh shit. Oh shit. You Damn. created a thing. Dear Pandora. I feel like that's on Pornhub. Is that on Pornhub? No. <laughs> I guarantee you if you Google that shit, some some weird stuff's gonna pop Guys, up. Guys, I Google some not not scantily whatever and, and I get porn. It it can be something as regular as saying uh rogue brewery and I get a dick in somebody's ass. It it, it never fails. <laughs> Somehow. See, Freedom has this special setting on Google where I it's swear. like safe search on, off, or just yes please. He clicks the yes please <laughs> yes, and they please. just bring in all yeah. the shit. Like, it's a very secret setting that most people don't yes, know about. Please. Jesus, man. <laughs> I don't understand it. And it's not even that to like scroll way down. It's like on the first page. Like shit. Oh man, I I, I kind of had a scenario kind of like that the other day. I was at school, and oh, I, I'm trying to find this one video on uh, the Gettysburg Address, and I remembered that it was a movie, like a dot mov, but I didn't mm-hmm. remember where I saved it. So I went into the search feature, and I typed in dot mov. This is getting so juicy, by the way. And a big black <laughs> dick laid up on a bathroom counter pops up. On my computer, in my classroom, at school, Yikes. and I'm like, and I'm like, why is what, and, like, why is this on my computer? And I'm like, oh shit, like what is what? Turns out, all right, so okay, so I have a Dropbox account, and through the years, I have shared my Dropbox with several like graduated students that were in college, so that they could access like my old American history files. I've shared it with a lot of different teachers, and apparently he's really so- trying to rationalize this. He has prepared this. I like it. Well, it turns out it was not the only black penis on my computer. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I had to do a bit of a purge. Oh no! Right, but racist. Apparently, one of the people sharing with me, you racist motherfucker, their account. Yeah, if they were white dicks, I'd have left them on there. But right. I um. <laughs> Apparently, one of the people sharing a file with me, somehow they got hacked or some shit. And so all of a sudden, there were these two folders popping up in my Dropbox. One was for Devin and one was for Tommy. And there were dicks all in those folders. <laughs> I had to go in and like delete it and like cut the cord to that folder where it's like, this shit cannot come to my computer again. And it was literally oh, pretty much just one dude, I guess his name was Devin, touching himself in like what looked to be like a McDonald's bathroom. It was some weird <laughs> shit, man. But it was McDonald's right there on my computer. And I was just like, man, I am so glad I got, like, this didn't happen while I had students in the classroom. <laughs> like, I'm looking up a movie and a big black penis pops up. Or you're, like, projecting your screen onto the, yeah. Exactly. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Jeez. So, Freedom, 
I want to answer your question, and it's tricky because it was predicated on the fact of some sort of embarrassment or some sort of like shame. And I need you to understand that my father broke me when I was a very young boy, and I don't, I no longer have the capacity for embarrassment or shame. It's just gone. And <laughs> I remember the exact moment. I'm going to share with the the listeners and you guys the exact moment where I was a broken young man. I was in high school. I was playing the cello, right? And for my church, I was going to play a cello solo in front of the entire congregation. So I'm sitting down with my cello. I'm nervous because I'm always nervous when I perform music for some reason. I can dance. I can do whatever else. But performing music is scary to me. So I was, I was scared, right? And my father comes over the loudspeaker and says, My son is about to play a Christmas song for you guys. He's really taking a liking to things that are shaped like this. And he, he mimics his hands in the shape of a cello. I want you guys to visualize that right now. So like a, a big woman? Like yeah, a, like basically. Kind of a ah. Thick woman? Ah. <laughs> right. Giggles were heard through the congregation. And now it's time for me to play a Christmas song in the cello. So from that moment on, that is the moment. I That's the line I draw in the sand where it's like from that point on, Miliardo was broken. He no longer had the capacity for shame or embarrassment. He was done. Yeah. Real story. So the question is predicated upon shame. And I don't know if there's anything that quite fits that bill. Because to me, when people give me this vibe that they think my music is weird, I crank it up. Whether it's like electric bagpipe music, because I have some of that. Or whether it's like uh, rockabilly violin, because I have some of that. If it annoys people and they think it's weird, I want to fucking jam it in their ears like a 20-inch live eel. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I don't think those I don't think those go in your ears though, right? <laughs> not in China. That's not recommended. <laughs> they have other recommendations. <laughs> um, so I would say my guilty pleasure music that I would not play around most people would be like hip hop rap from the like 2006 to 2012 era, I got really into like, I Can Make You Bedrock. Man, I love that song. Oh, yeah. Like Yin Yang Twins? Yes. I got really into some Kanye. I got really into some um, Lil Wayne back then. There's a lot of things that kind of fit that, like, there's like a six to eight year gap there. And, and Krause, like you were saying, there were some cringeworthy lyrics back then, in particular, oh, yeah. where a guy had to change the way he said window to win do to make it rhyme. Like, there was some cringeworthy <laughs> shit back then. You know what I mean? Right. But, like, that, like, six to eight year gap of hip-hop uh, radio pop music would be the stuff that I wouldn't play. But, again, not because I'm embarrassed, but because I respect the person who's next to me in the car, I would say. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. My thing with, like, the hip-hop stuff for me is, like, I'll be listening to it, and I'm judging myself. It's like, am I too old right. to listen to shit like this anymore? Because nah. these guys are literally Never. saying... No, Corrales. Well, no. Because here's the deal. Like, rap gets me pumped up, but at the same time, I listen to it, and I'm judging them. Like, yep, yeah, you're what's wrong with some of my students. Like, you're what's are wrong you talking with the world. To the, are you talking to the radio? When, when shit like that happens, it's like, oh, my God, this song... You are terrible. I do that Kinda. sometimes. I mean, kind of, you know, and I'm thinking like, yeah, yeah, that's really bigotry or yeah, that's, that's not any way to treat a woman, you know, <laughs> like I'm judging myself for listening Hi, you to, kiss your to mother shit with like that. that. Mouth? 
Yeah, kinda. You know, and so I'm judging. I'm like I'm judging him for that shit, but I'm listening to it at the same time because it's got a good beat, right? It's got a good beat. Exactly. I was like that with a lot of rap songs. I like the beat more. I I didn't know the lyrics. Carlos, you got that good. Good. You just Michael Jackson bad. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I assume that's a lyric to a song. I don't know. It is. I'm attracted to you with your attractive ass. Oh my god. Oh wow, good stuff. Uh, is that that's Lil Wayne, movies. isn't it? That was uh, Young Money. Okay, Young Money. Because Young Money thieves, yeah, they yeah, steal yeah. your love and leave. Oh shit! Look at your boy Miliarda dropping uh, rhymes, dropping bars. I mean, I think it's appropriate that we're like busting some rhymes right now after that intro. Yeah, I am impressed. Oh, Earnshaw, don't you worry, bro. I can make you bedrock. Oh my lord! I I I, I can make you bedrock. Kind of well, I can't. I just I don't, I, I don't know what to do there because I don't know anything about rap music at all, nor do I like ever listen to it. Yeah. So you're just gonna stand there and watch it burn? I guess. <laughs> because I can't fill in the lyric, so I guess I will just stand there and watch it burn. <sighs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. What's your guilty pleasure, Earnshaw? Yeah, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking. Like, I have, I would have a hard time answering this question because things that I should feel embarrassed about, I don't feel embarrassed about. I think that's somewhat what Milliardo was just saying. But like, for instance, and I've been thinking about Be that proud. since we've been talking about it. But it's a little tough. The best I can come up with is like, I'll pull out a, a CD from maybe like high school that I burned for myself. And there'll be some good songs on there. There'll be some where I'm like, if anyone was in the car with me right now, I'd feel so fucking embarrassed. I can't think of one off the top of my head. <laughs> but, you know, you make those mixes for yourself at the time, whatever. Right. Like, Was it on the OC soundtrack? It might have been on the OC soundtrack. <laughs> yep, it might have oh been. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, oh, shit. <laughs> that's a good example. Um, but, like, I love some Miley Cyrus songs. But I'm not embarrassed oh. about that. I have a friend who, when I see them, we will sing Miley Cyrus songs together <laughs> happily, proudly, <laughs> because she has some fucking jams. No, I, I feel you, man. I creeping like a wrecking ball. Oh. <laughs> Spot so on. I've, I've just got one thing to say about that in regards to Wrecking Ball, which is like, Wrecking Ball <laughs> is a fucking awesome song. <laughs> Party in the USA, man. You know, butterflies fly away. Miley Cyrus rocks. I can I can listen to Party in the USA, but everything else, uh, I can't I can't yeah. listen to it. No, not my jam. Party in the USA. I, I get down. Are you with more it, of a though. Hannah Montana guy? Freedom, you strike me. I actually don't. Guy. I don't. I never watched Hannah Montana. <laughs> not one episode. I mean, I remember people talking about it, but I never watched it. I never really watched the Disney Channel. Yeah, in general. So you've got Earnshaw but, on record as being a Miley Cyrus fan, but he doesn't know much about rap music. But do you know? <laughs> well, and and Milliardo is confessing to only knowing rap hip hop songs from like 2002 to like 2010, and that's it. I mean, that's his eight to, year be, gap. to be fair, that got. was that was like pre mumble rap. Like that was when rap was rap. And so, like most of the guys I listen to now came from around that period. Dude, man, I feel you on that. So. Hey, Freedom, you want to do one more, or is that it? We've done a bunch. I don't care. I could go nah, either that's... way. I'm drinking Barrel Strength Knob Creek, so I'm good. Ooh. Oh, shit. Jesus. Jesus. Because sometimes uh, I make bad decisions. 
Newsflash. Is it truly barrel strength that you're drinking or 120? This is the 25th anniversary. It's oh, barrel so strength. it's true barrel strength. Oh, look at you, fancy fuck. Excuse me. Yeah. That's all I had, by I'll the way. I'll catch you. All right. That means all we have left to do is to find a really awkward way to close out the episode like we always do. I'm assuming Freedom's not going to want to play his saxophone again. Not tonight. <laughs> I'm not drunk enough. Okay. I have an idea for the closeout. You guys ready? I'm ready, yes, man. Please hit us. I'm going to tell you guys two very important things that I loved about tonight's show. Okay. The first thing is this. We got to promote the new Booze Reviews podcast coming out. Booze Reviews. Yes. Booze very Reviews. Very cool. Woo! Thing number two. Did Corrales just lose on Mad Lib the News? I feel like that happened. Oh, my gosh. And, uh... What a dick. <laughs> What we are the championship in the outro to this I got to come up with some bad news so I get the opportunity to beat you. Yes. Freedom's going to have to. Son of a bitch. He had it queued up. Yeah. I need new friends. I'm going to get new friends. I've decided. I've been thinking about it for a while, but now I know. Sorry. New friends. <laughs> and put some ads up on Craigslist. I'll probably get some quality stuff. <laughs> Oh, good I had my thumb itching. I was like, "There's got to be an opportune time." <laughs> that was you knew. It. You knew I was gonna do oh, it. Billy yeah, Ardo will tee you up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, guys. Absolutely yeah, enjoyed it. Earnshaw, good having you with us, man. Thanks for having me, y'all. Thank you for listening to our show. The 1068 Pub is closing. We'll be back with more beer and more shit we find entertaining. If there are certain beers you'd like us to try, or if you have any comments about our show, you can reach out to us at 1068pubcast at gmail.com. There he is. What's he saying? Getting set up. What does that mean? That doesn't mean he's getting a mic out, does it? Um, I mean, I, I would be surprised. You're talking all this shit. What does getting set up mean to Corrales? He's getting a whiskey? <laughs> Maybe I'm turning on the Xbox. That's what he's. That's what getting set up means. <laughs> I don't know. I'm starting the mule that runs the internet at my house. Shit, I'm getting old. I mean, yeah, but why? Why are you saying that? My back is still killing me, man. Oh, from that time you killed that spider. Yeah. Did I hurt my back <laughs> doing that? I probably did, but uh... <laughs> you hurt something because you're like, oh, I gotta get some fucking pain medicine. Ah, that was a hilarious blooper. Mm-hmm. I remember that. That was that was great. Now, my favorite injury you said was when you uh, we asked you how you threw your back out, and you're like, "I tossed an inflatable ball three feet." <laughs> <laughs> um, underhanded, mind you. <laughs> that was right. Tossed an inflatable ball underhanded. Go ahead, no. freedom, uh, Earnshaw. <laughs> I was just. <laughs> Fucked up. You fucked up already. Who just played a woman's voice saying, sorry about that, I didn't hear anything? What was that? What? I didn't hear that. I didn't either. I didn't hear it either. Okay, I'm losing my brains. It's cool. Creepy. Which she is. She's doing this right now by swimming 200 miles along the Thames River. And as people come out to watch the mermaid swim in the Thames River, the goal being that by the time they get to the end of the Thames, end of that swim... Now, don't you feel silly for not understanding how a mermaid swimming in the Thames was clearly a awareness raiser for single-use plastic. It's so obvious, you know.
Do I get an extra I feel like point Miliardo, if I, I like clarify that it, it's the Thames River, right? Hey, well, oh, I wasn't going to say anything. But yeah, you I thought do. it was Miliardo said the Thames or, Thames or something. So I think yeah. I should get Silent five H. points and win automatically for being the best. <laughs> Automatic win. Yeah, but the problem is I'm the editor, so watch this. The Thames River. <laughs> Thames <laughs> River. <laughs> Thames River. Good now, that's going to be... It's going to be done the right way Milliardo, the first time the, every time. Yeah. For the win. <laughs> it's like, I... I think... <laughs> he forgot to look at that stick. I don't know if you can still... Oh, we're coming through his TV right now. Make really loud noises. Loud noises. You guys are assholes. I wiggled the stick. I'm back. Has <laughs> <laughs> an aside... While he's thinking, what is... what's your favorite Third Eye Blind album? Ooh. Red. The, the, whatever that red album was. Dude, don't be a tool. It was green, all right? Don't be a dick, all right? It was green? No, it wasn't. It was green for the people that knew what it was. And then it became red. And then Toolbags, like, Corrales oh my was like, yeah, I like the red album. What a nerd. <laughs> I, what I a actually like the blue album the best. Really? Oh, shit. Um, we can both hate him, Corrales. Don't break my heart, Freedom, uh, my achy, breaky heart. You just don't think it understand, or? Now. Yeah, yeah I did. Like if he'd break his heart, his achy, breaky heart. He might. Sorry, I went to the dad there. I went deep into the well. You did. To the one thing. Well, he, what's the next part know, of that song? I might grow up and kill a man? What is, what is, what is the, what is, what is, what is, what is, just blow right? what is that? It's I, really I dark, isn't go, it? I might just go off and kill. Blow up and. This man. No, 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 no. It's don't break my heart. It might blow up and kill this man. Okay. That's talking about the heart. That's it. He's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah, fuck. I don't remember that song being that dark. He doesn't Jesus. go all Jeffrey Dahmer okay. and some bitches. <laughs> yeah. no. go up and start killing people. Oh shit! Did you did you drop it? I just broke a knob. Oh, the glass. Okay, so I'm getting a horrible echo. Yeah, we're all echoing. It must be on your end, bro. That just oh, happened. Boy. What'd you do, Corrales? Hang, on, I'll be back. I honestly thought you you broke the bottle. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! What is <laughs> this sounds like the beginning of an animal selective song. Jesus, 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 Jesus. He's just fucking, 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 he's Hey, it's gone. I have to believe this, Milliardo. I almost just feel like he's doing it on purpose. Just to fuck with us. I don't think he's... that good. Oh, shit! Good. 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 I don't think he's that good. 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 I honestly thought you, you broke the bottle. 
This sounds like the beginning of an animal selection song. Dude, this sounds like the beginning of an animal selection song. He's just fucking. He's just Hey, it's gone.